0: You're listening to American Girl Women with Laura Treader and Lindsay Adams Franca. This is a podcast where two millennial gals gather around the microphone and reminisce on the cultural phenomenon that took our childhood by storm, American Girl Dolls. Contrary to what you might think, we aren't just talking about dolls here. We're diving into the high highs and the low lows of getting hooked on American Girl and all the childhood memories that come flooding back. So join us and a few special
1: guests each week as we become American Girl Women. Today on AGW, Early Cameron is joining us. Originally from Washington, D.C., Airely now lives in France with her husband after studying French and history at college in Vermont. Her love of history began early and can be pinpointed back to American Girl, specifically through Molly, and her passion for learning new languages can be attributed to our Swedish queen, Kirsten. Erily grew up aspiring to be an actress, putting on AG plays with her friends, tea for Felicity, anyone, and has possibly the most robust collection we've seen to date. Early, we are so excited to chat with you. Welcome to the podcast.
2: Thank you. I'm super excited to be here and talk American Girl.
1: Before we get into it, Erily, tell us a bit, About what you were like growing up. So, when
2: I was young, I was pretty much like who I am today, which is super talkative, love hanging out with my friends. My parents tell me when I was a child, they would come pick me up at school. And the first thing I'd say was, Can I go over and play with Teresa? So, I'm pretty much the same as I was then Um, love hanging (laughs) out with friends, very talkative, and a lot of energy.
1: Love that. I could totally see you as a child being the same as you are today. And for a little disclosure, Early and I are friends since our early days in college. I don't think we've ever really gone too far deep into our love for American Girl. It's kind of a new discovery between the two of us. So very excited to go deeper into this.
0: I am so shocked that this has never come up between the two of you guys so far. Like, but I guess if I'm thinking back on it, like, I haven't really like unearthed my passion for American Girl until very recently too. So, but it's like crazy that you guys like, you know, both shared this love of AG, like while you're in college and just like never really delved into it. I'm excited to delve into it with you guys today.
2: I only figured it out when Lindsay posted on Instagram, a photo of the catalog. And then I immediately messaged her to say how obsessed and exciting it was to see the catalog. <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> amazing. And that's when it all came out.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, we are so excited to dig deep here today. Early, what is your earliest memory of American Girl? And how old were you when you first got into it? And how were you first introduced to
2: American Girl? Oh my gosh, such a good question. And I'm to be honest, I don't know how I first learned about American Girl doll I'm gonna guess it was probably through a friend but can't be all for certain I do know that I got my first American Girl doll I think for my birthday it was Molly I really wanted Molly I don't know why I really wanted her because you know She's probably a bit like the odd one out. I think that's why I wanted her. Cause like she had the glasses and was kind of nerdy and I kind of felt sorry for her. And <laughs> I wanted to have her for that reason. I was like, no one's going to want her. So I'm going to take Molly. Um, so that was my first call. <laughs>
1: This is kind of a common theme on our podcast. Molly gets a little bit of hate, but that's a really cute sentiment.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. That's such a cute sentiment. Yeah. Early, we had one of my friends on the pod a couple episodes back and she was saying how kind of like some similar things about Molly, but she actually looked exactly like Molly as a kid, like with like the little wire glasses and like the bowl cut bangs. So I feel like there's like a common theme of girls identifying with Molly being sort of like, I feel like the most realistic and the most like a regular nine-year-old girl. (laughs) So Early after you acquired Molly, I think you said you got her for a birthday, correct? yes. And then where did we go from there? How were you upkeeping your interest? Because you acquired quite a few more American girls after Molly.
2: Well, I became completely obsessed. And I, I think it's because we got the catalog every, I don't know how often they sent. They probably sent it a few times a year depending on the season. So I would circle the ones that I wanted, the little sets. So for Christmas, I asked for, it was like the Happy Birthday Molly set, which I still have with her little dog, the lunch set. And then for my next doll, it was a huge surprise. So on Christmas, I actually have it recorded. You know, I opened up all the different with the different presents molly's dog molly's happy birthday molly i'm shouting happy birthday Molly!" Yay! <laughs> so excited. and then you know <laughs> christmas comes to an end and then all of a sudden um my mom says oh there's one more present and i opened it up and it was kirsten and i freaked out just oh absolutely my freaked goodness out. so excited to have kirsten it was a complete surprise oh, that, that I got was her. a pretty God. epic surprise I'm like tearing up just thinking about what that experience
0: must have been like. Your parents really made it like special, like having it be like the secret last present was Kirsten.
2: <laughs> totally. Because I mean, everything was like cleaned up, everything, you know, all the, the, you know, everything was put away and then out she came. So it was a oh huge my goodness.
1: surprise. That is amazing. Was Kirsten the one that you had wanted next after Molly? to be honest, it's, it's
2: too far back. I would assume so. She is also now my favorite doll. So yeah, I think it probably probably was her I wanted next.
1: That's really sweet. And you look like her as a blondie. Yeah, <laughs> that is so awesome. Were you also reading the books?
2: I did. I read all of the books. So I have all the books. Some of them have since probably been given away or destroyed or disappeared. But I definitely was a big reader of the books. It's probably yeah. how I got my interest into reading more, I'm assuming, so.
0: So you read, like, every book as well, because, I mean, I think we should just clarify here, Erlie, you had pretty much all of the original historical dolls, is that correct?
2: Yes, all of them.
0: Okay, so. And a bitty Baby. And
2: a bitty baby.
0: <laughs> so you you read basically every single historical doll book series.
2: Yes, I think so. Maybe not all the Josefina ones because I got her last mm-hmm. and I was already mm-hmm. kind of no longer as interested in the doll, like playing with the dolls. So I don't know if I got all of her books. I definitely got her meat book and I've read all of the other
1: historical doll books for sure. Can you remember what order you got all of your dolls in? You had Molly, Kirsten, ended with Josefina, uh, but do you remember the
2: timeline no, of everyone else? No, I know. I, I'm going to make a guess. I'm yeah. gonna guess. It's obviously Molly, Kirsten, Elicity, Samantha, Addie, the American Girl of Today. I know I got the American Girl of Today probably when I was nine years old and then Josefina for Christmas when I was 11. So sixth That's, grade. That
1: is incredible.
2: And I even had the mini American girl dolls too, but they probably were given away, but I'm pretty sure I had all of them too.
1: <laughs> That's amazing. And you had quite the collection of outfits too. You shared a couple pics before this recording and- It just seems like your dolls all had such a great wardrobe and options. What were some of your favorite outfits?
2: I would say definitely I love Addie's Christmas dress because it had Mm. one of those hoop skirts. And I thought that was so much fun to have a hoop skirt. I think I wanted my own hoop skirt. I might have even had a hoop skirt. And I just (laughs) thought that was awesome. So I think definitely Addie's Christmas dress, also Josefina's Christmas uh, dress because it has that sort of veil, which is absolutely awesome looking. And aside from that, I would say Samantha's sailor suit. I guess it's her saves the day outfit. Yes, you're
0: correct. I love uh, that you bring up Addie's Christmas outfit because isn't that like a really beautiful like plaid taffeta kind of or like silky situation? I feel like it... Yes. Okay. So Early is showing us her Addie doll who is currently in the Christmas outfit as we speak in pristine condition. So it's a green and red plaid. Oh my God. It's so beautiful. I love it. Honestly, that outfit.
1: I feel like the catalog doesn't do it justice because Early is showing us this beautiful dress and it does have the hoop skirt. And I feel like the catalog doesn't really do it justice. Like that is gorgeous. Yeah. It looks don't great. Think-
0: I don't think I knew from looking at the catalogs I didn't have Addie, but I don't think I knew from looking at the catalog that, that was a actual hoop skirt that's amazing I love that that's awesome
1: early did you ever have any of the clothes for like your size
2: no I I don't think I did to be honest I that would have been awesome but I don't think I had that I don't remember they are pretty saying, expensive.
0: Yes, exactly. Yeah. That was what I was going to say. I was actually talking to my mom and I was asking her about the clothes for girls. And she was like, those clothes were like at an insane markup compared to like regular clothes for <laughs> girls. They had like nightgowns for like $120. Like that was crazy. So I, I get it. But Yeah. I think that was like the one barrier to like getting the clothes that match the doll was like how expensive they were, but I always wanted those too.
1: Right. Especially if you were going to like outgrow them pretty quickly, like it's definitely not worth the investment that like a doll might be. Exactly. Exactly. But it didn't stop me from wanting the entire collection. Like that, (laughs) those were the items like I coveted the most and like did not have. Absolutely.
0: I want to go back, if we can, go back to the books really quickly, because we have a very rare uh, experience here, which is to be interviewing someone who's read all of the books. I think Lindsay and I have found that it's been kind of like spotty on the book reading, like a lot of people owned dolls and didn't really get super into the books, which to me is like shocking um because i right <laughs> the, the books were like 50% of the fun for me but early did you have a particular book series that you really liked or a particular book in general i remember i always like really enjoyed the addie book series even though i didn't have the addie
2: doll was there one book series that stood out among the rest? Gosh, I'm looking at the books now in case I get quiz later. so that I, have <laughs> <them on. laughs> um, but I think I really liked Samantha's because of the Nellie. She had a friend yeah. who was like a factory girl. And yeah. I remember thinking that was really interesting. So I think that was the series I liked most. I, I did really like, sorry, because I'm now giving you a second one, the Molly series because of the, the World War II background and the fact that she had a little victory garden. And mm-hmm. I thought that was super interesting and her little friend from England and, and like how like they could be on, well, actually it was the same side. So no, did she have a friend from England? No, that was Felicity who had a friend from England. But Molly, uh, did, Molly... Molly
0: did too. Molly did
2: too. Oh, she, did.
1: she came to live with Molly's family during the war.
2: Yeah. I mean, little clippets here and there, but I think it's probably Samantha's books. Yeah, Samantha's books were
0: really good. Those were the first ones I read. And I, I like how Samantha has a little bit of like, she's got some problems, but there's also like a history of like opulence and like uh, <laughs> aspirationalness there. One of the things, I don't know if you guys remember this at all, it was definitely at like the very end of my experience with AG, but. The little friends as part of the books, like uh, Nellie for Samantha, Emily for Molly and Elizabeth for Felicity also became dolls. I've seen
1: them, but it was a little past my time when those came out, but that's a great extension of American Girl.
0: Yeah. I remember being like so mad that that happened, like after I was like, just sort of turning to the next chapter of like getting out of Mm -hmm. the American Girl phase. But like, it would have been great to have like Samantha and Nellie, like that would have been awesome. So I'm kind of sad that we missed out on that. I had Great. too many
2: dolls. I think it would have been too much. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I had seven dolls. So it would have been like 14. I think my ambition was more <laughs> expansion into the historical eras than right. like getting too deep into one, I think. Too much so pressure. I don't know. Right. They could <laughs> be friends with each
1: pressure. other. <laughs> right. Yeah. Early, how are you playing with your dolls? Like, were they interacting with each other? Were they wearing each other's clothes or were you like, more of a purist? They
2: definitely clothes. I think I sent you a photo, Lindsay, and I think like Felicity was in Molly's meat outfit in that, in that one. So definitely <laughs> I just mixed and matched, and um, the dolls got very well loved. I mean, I would take them everywhere. My friend who only I think had one doll or maybe not any of the dolls, She was a bit jealous because she was like, I would, you know, really rough house with them and they were quite expensive. And I would literally, (laughs) um, so that I could take them in the sprinkler with me, I would put them in like a Ziploc bag and send them to the sprinkler. So I was not like one of those girls that like really took care of them. I just really loved the hell out of them. So
1: (laughs) you had, you had a little incident where your doll had to go to the hospital. Can you tell us about that?
2: Oh my gosh. I think it's because her head fell off. It was Molly for sure. Oh, um, no. her head. I guess I didn't understand that like with the string you could just like easily put it back on, but I think it was quite loose. So um I sent her to get a new head. I have the little like suit, the little outfit, and then the the little, what do you call them? The
1: the crutches.
2: The, the crutches. Thank you. Yeah, the crutches. And I think she we also got a um cast for her as well, which I have. I'm not sure part of that, uh, that hospital visit, or if I got it as part of the American girl of today. Um, Yeah.
1: It's like, she goes in for a head replacement and then they return her with crutches and a broken leg. (laughs) What's happening at the hospital?
0: I mean, what are they going to do? Return her with a neck brace? Like that would be almost like too scarring. I feel like for children. (laughs) I had, I had immense pressure from my mom when I was a kid to send Josefina to the doll hospital because I really did a number on her hair because I was like obsessed with like braiding and I took out her hair and was playing with it but then it got like really really just like coarse and tangled and so my mom explained to me that we could send her to the hospital And they'd give her a new head. And for some reason, I was like six or seven when this happened, and I couldn't wrap my head around it. I was like, we send the doll away and she comes back. Like, I didn't want to send (laughs) send the doll away for any period of time. So Josefina never got her new head, but now I'm like I wish I had done it because she'd be in such good condition today. Yeah. I don't know
2: because Molly went away and she came back with a new head. I think that's why she even had braids in that photo of the Christmas photo I sent you, Lindsay. Yeah. Um But then later I got mad at again and I chopped it off com- completely so that it was a complete bob. You know, like you could almost see the wig <laughs> through. So uh... yeah, wait. Tell it multiple
1: hospital visits. Let's hear more about this. Were you giving your dolls haircuts frequently or like, what was your experience with their hair? Like,
2: I think as soon as it got mad, at I started giving them haircuts pretty frequently. So Molly came all the way up, like literally like a boy at this point, absolutely <laughs> horrendous. My dad was like, "We really need to send her to the hospital." This was even in high school because I used to bring down the dolls for Christmas and get them dressed up and put them by the tree. You know, I wasn't playing with them anymore, but uh, you know, I still still was quite attached to them. And my dad yeah. kept looking at Molly. <laughs> it was like she doesn't look good. <laughs> she needs. Yeah, like to who is this? <laughs> so yeah. Yeah. So, um, and then the other dolls, like they're all, all their hair is chopped. I mean, Addie barely has, I mean, you can see, I mean, you look at the original Addie, when I look at her online, she has hair like yeah. down to her
1: butt. Now yeah, she only yeah. just has like, a
2: tiny little ponytail. So I think all the girls got their hair cut, unfortunately.
1: <laughs> and now you've done a little maintenance work on your dolls rather recently and have re-wigged some of your doll's hair what was that like can you talk us through that process and like how like what inspired you to do this and how did you do it
2: I think it was you Lindsay you posted something about the American Girl catalog so then I started getting really excited and looking through them and then there was something maybe about like anniversary that they were going to reintroduce all of the original American Girl dolls yeah and oh yeah, I really want to, you know, mine are not in really good shape. And then I was thinking, okay, maybe instead of ordering a new one, I was thinking, well, okay, I'm going to send them one of them to the doll hospital. But then I saw, um, on some sort of American girl blog that they're not the same, that there's like a more value towards the Pleasant Company dolls than the right. new doll have different face shapes and everything. And so I didn't want to get rid of their old bodies. And I, you know, I didn't want to get, a uh, you know, non pleasant company head. So I started reading about how you could re-wig and I found this Etsy store that had pretty much, you know, the Kirsten, the Molly, actually, I think all of the wigs. And so I started with the ones that were in the worst shape, which were Molly and Kirsten because Kirsten had hair like pretty much down to her chin as well. And so (laughs) I ordered their wig and then And then I just like, I'm not much of a craft person like you. I I just like went for, I just like ripped their hair off and it came off pretty quick. And I just placed it on and I haven't glued it on. Molly's hair is, well, actually now she's bald now. Um, Poor Molly. Oh Oh my God.
1: God. That That is jarring. That is is, jarring. Oh my gosh. (laughs) She looks kind of like the baby in Toy Story. Like that. Yes.
2: (laughs) Oh my God. Fairy baby.
1: (laughs) Wait, early is the hair is the hair typically glued on like from Pleasant Company? Yeah, it is actually glued on, and that was the thing when I was reading about this blog. Like, you know, instead of
2: sending away for it, they just replace the head um, because they said it was too hard to replace. I guess the uh, the hair, but it's it's actually just a, like a, a, a glued wig, and you just kind of go around the hairline, and you can just kind of pop it off
1: huh. um, as you
2: can see. And then I got the new here's her new wig and it fits, but I haven't glued it yet. So I I didn't put enough attention to doing that. So now she's back to Toy Story Molly. (laughs) Oh my God. That is so
0: funny. Do we know what the American girl hair is made out of? I heard like a rumor when I
1: was a kid that it was horse hair, but I'm not sure. I'm sure they changed it. That's really interesting because I feel like if it's I mean, if it's synthetic hair, I don't think you could heat style it, correct?
0: Right. No.
1: And with these dolls, it seemed like there might be an element of heat styling, especially with curly girls or even just getting the bangs right. I could be totally wrong on this though. Like, do you no, think it's
2: I
0: think you're right, Lindsay, because in order to get like like Samantha, for example didn't have just like straight hair. She had like a little bit of like a body wave to her hair. Mm -hmm. They had to have been like having it be natural in some way, shape or form. And then like, also maybe they've changed it since we were kids. But if you do bring your doll to one of the stores, like for like a little hair appointment, like I'm sure they do heat styling.
1: Right. Um, Yeah. Let's, let's look into this and we'll, we'll report back.
0: Yeah. On a definitely. future episode. Have to report back. Yeah.
1: I feel like the hair of American girls is such like an interesting point of it. Like there are so many different experiences with the hair from taking out Kirsten's braids and having kind of like a frizzier look on her, Mm -hmm. or I'm not calling you out airily, just (laughs) in general (laughs) with Kirsten or cutting the hair, having to send your doll to the salon slash hospital to get her hair replaced. There are so many different elements of it and they don't really give you a lot of information on The care of the hair at least that i had noticed or seen or cared about when i was eight years old and got my felicity
2: i think they had actually Lindsay, a hair care thing like i remember i got their brush Mm, and i I think you were supposed to like wet their hair very slightly with like a Mm -hmm. spray and then Mm -hmm. brush it through with this sort of wired brush is my memory and i even have some things for like their body like i have this ancient let me see if i can pull it out
1: powder wait Uh, i was just gonna say i had this powder too oh my goodness
2: what yeah i totally forgot this
1: existed i have
2: an ancient powder i'm gonna try to unearth it maybe i'll take a photo of it later but i have the powder um in my possession i'm scared to open it because it's probably gone like toxic now or something i don't know um (laughs) but but i still have their cleaning powder Oh my, oh
0: my god I didn't even know that that existed.
2: I
1: think it was in that yeah. section of like the middle of the catalog essential basics that you could purchase.
2: And that's where they had the brush too I think. Yes. Right. Yes and I think
0: it came with like a little salon cape too because I had this little set and it had like some rollers.
2: Um, I have the rollers here right now. <laughs> these, oh my these god. These guys. As if the, oh my God, yes, the little pink roller. Do
1: you think that know. actually works? Like, have you tried it? No, I don't think it works at all. I don't, I don't know.
2: It, it could. I mean, I'm not as, like, Lindsay, I can imagine you with your dolls, very careful, very everything, you know. Nice. I know about and, that, and, early. <laughs> a lot of hair and, like, looking really beautiful. And, uh, and I don't, I, I just didn't take the care. I think I just got it and then probably just, like, ran around with it and, you know, yeah. Um, <laughs> It into the instructions. Yeah, exactly. Going to the sprinkler with the dolls.
1: Erly, we touched upon this in the intro, but I would love to go back to this. You had done the American Girl plays with your friends, including Felicity's Tea for Felicity and Kirsten's Home is Where the Heart Is. Do you have any memories that stand out from doing these plays? Like what characters you're gravitating towards or how you're putting these on? Oh my God, I wish... I wish I could
2: say that I, with accurate memory that I I remember exactly doing that. But I do know that I did do those plays because I used to when I was seven um, in my extended daycare program, I would direct all the different plays. Um, So I'm sure I did one of the American Girl doll plays in in that context and was probably the director of the show and probably the star, to be all honest, because (laughs) uh, that was the type of girl I
1: was have wanted to be in the spotlight and she had does no trouble being <laughs> I love that so much. Erlie, was there anything that you wanted, but you didn't have, like, is there one item today that you still look back on and think that you would have loved to have it in your collection?
2: Oh man. I mean, not the dolls. I'm sure there's a lot of the outfits that I wanted and like sort of furniture accessories, like the armoires. The I'm, I pretty much wanted everything. Let's get real here because <laughs> I've got all the dolls, uh, but I'm sure there is some dresses like I, I don't have all of the Christmas dresses. Felicity's dress is quite beautiful. Ever since I looked at the reintroduction of the dolls, I started going on to eBay to look looking at their dresses and I'm sort of regretting not having all the Christmas dresses for the dolls.
1: Yeah, I mean, the Christmas outfits were always the most spectacular. Those and the birthday outfits were just above and beyond Absolutely, the other offerings.
0: Totally.
2: Early, did you have any of the furniture for the dolls? I do, yeah, and I can I can share. Ch- I have got the beds. American Girl of Today. The yellow bunk bed. Love it. And I've got josephina's bed but i lost the bed frame i think my mom threw it out because i found the board for it unfortunately but um so i have actually her blanket still the pillow and i've got kirsten's bed which is kind of broken now and i think this table set is one of is pleasant company i do think this is i don't know whose table set it is yeah it looks that looks like molly's does it i was gonna say yeah, i think i was molly's. gonna say the
1: same thing
0: yeah, it's like a brown, yeah. brown dining table with like little wood dining chairs. I feel like that looks very Molly-esque.
2: Uh, and my parents bought this swing, which is not
0: American Girl Doll, but works for them. I feel like everybody has like a couple of things in their collection that aren't official pleasant company, but somehow they like work for the American Girl dolls. Like they were maybe like knockoff or like just like furniture that happens to be the right size for American (laughs) Girl. I definitely had stuff like that in my collection.
2: I even have clothes that aren't American Girl doll, but like made for American Girl dolls. Like you go to like, I don't know, some sort of, I don't know what these things were, but I have like vague memory of going to this show or something and they would have American Girl doll dresses like, or dresses that work for the dolls. But right. actually aren't part of the, the, aren't Pleasant Company. So I have two of those dresses. Um, so the doll that I lent out, um, I put her in one of the knockoff <laughs> <I> dresses. <laughs> because I really didn't want to lose the, the clothing
0: either. <laughs> I think you made, think you made the cool. right choice. Made the right choice.
1: <laughs> yeah, we're we're aligned on that, early. We would do the same. <laughs> that is amazing. Did you ever go to the store?
2: I think I did. Um, My mom says we did. But yeah, it was a long time ago. And I also know that I went to probably like a tea party event in Virginia somewhere. My mom Mm. like made that a priority to take me there. And it was apparently very magical. And I do have like vague memories of like the dolls being on display. You know, they had those little things that would prop them up and they had their own little world. So like the school world, the save the day world. So yeah. I have a vague memory of, of an event and uh, and going to the store as well. I think in Chicago. I think I went as an adult, to be fair.
1: Yeah. Early, you mentioned your mother was taking you to events. What were her interactions like with American Girl? Was she as into it as you were? My mom wasn't.
2: Neither of my parents were very involved, but my mom knew how much I loved the dolls and she didn't know how expensive they were, but she always made an effort to, to get me as many presents as possible um, you know, for birthdays and for Christmas. I was an only child, so that's why I'm so spoiled with all, with a seven <laughs> dolls and lots and lots of clothes. And I was also the only grandchild for a long time on my mom's side. So I'm sure I got presents from her sisters as well. I yeah. think my dad was more of a stuffed animal guy. I mean, he knew the, the names of the dolls, but I don't know if he played with the dolls with me, but he definitely yeah. knew all the dolls' names.
1: That's sweet. Yeah. Love to see a dad involved with American Girl. All right. So, Airly, as a last question here, we like to ask all of our guests, what is the lasting impression that American Girl left on you? I think, you know,
2: it's, it's a bit trite, and I think you've mentioned this before, but it did spark my love for history. So, you know, that's why I became a history major was probably because of, well, not probably, it was because of the American Girl dolls series. And then a funny story with Swedish, so Kirsten Swedish, and I love learning languages, but um, I became obsessed with Swedish and Swedish men as well, which is a bit funny. <laughs> <laughs> I, I actually like, I first learned like a bit, my first words of Swedish, I think it was like, thank you, tack was probably in one of the, was when one of uh, <laughs> Kirsten's stories. And then as I, as I got older, you know, I had a friend who was Swedish and I was like, oh, my doll Kirsten was Swedish. And, uh, and then I wanted to learn more about Swedish. Swedish language and then you know moved to France and wanted to to date Swedish boys because of probably my love of Kirsten and then, and then of course married a French man but that's that story
1: did you ever did you ever tell any Swedish man about Kirsten and did they have any knowledge of who she was
2: no, absolutely not. Of course I didn't <laughs> enter into it, but I think it, it was like a chain of events, you know, like I knew that Kirsten was Swedish. I, I, she spoke some Swedish. So then I got like a little phrase book about how to speak some Swedish. So I would learn some <laughs> Swedish with like the phrase book. And then you remember on Carta 96, you yes. could like oh download goodness. the languages. So I learned some Swedish languages there. And then in high school, I spent a summer in Spain with my really good friend and her friends were Swedish. They had brothers, you know, that were Swedish, and that's when I the, the Swedish
1: love continued. They had some Lars Larsons. <laughs>
2: some Lars
0: Larsons. I'm dead. <laughs> I'm dead. <laughs> Amazing.
1: For as long as I've known you, you've always been into languages, and that's something that I've always admired about you. You have uh how many languages do you speak, early?
2: I speak like three and, and a half. So I speak Spanish, French, um, English, and then like intermediate Italian. And then I knew a hundred words of Swedish because I took some Swedish lessons when I moved
1: to Paris. So a bit of Swedish as well.
0: Oh my gosh, that That's is so truly,
1: impressive. It truly is. And in college you had studied abroad twice. If I remember correctly, I had admired you for really immersing yourself in the culture and languages of the places that you have lived and now that you live in France it's just incredible to see you pursuing your dreams and Laura and I had briefly talked about this before you hopped on and Laura do you want to share your sentiment
0: (laughs) (laughs) well I was I was saying because I was like reading your backstory and the questionnaire I was like oh my god Early is like literally living the life that I thought I was gonna live when I was like (laughs) in high school taking French I did like a foreign exchange program in high school and then I went to France for a couple weeks and then I ended up minoring in France in college because I I don't know like I just couldn't make the major work with like my other major which was communications but anyway I was like "Early's living the life that like I thought I was gonna live when I was like <laughs> taking French in high school and I like if I'm in my childhood bedroom right now but if we like look around I was obsessed with like Paris and French culture in general so I have like a million and one pictures of the Eiffel Tower in here it's kind of embarrassing but <laughs> <laughs> I love that But yeah, (laughs) very, very impressive. I'm jealous.
2: (laughs) One other thing about American Girl Doll is like one other random story that you might want to know is that so I told you I stopped playing with American Girl like when I was 11, but when I was 13, I started a new school. Okay. And uh, I uh, found my best friend, Claire Murphy. and you know i didn't have many friends at that time cuz so i was like new to the school and claire became one of my well my is my best friend today and we used to come over to my house every day and go into the attic and play with the dolls when we were like 13 <laughs> and i don't know if it was like really playing with them but it was like dressing them and like getting their hair and everything and it's just wild because she's still my best friend today and we you know formed our friendship in the attic of my house, playing with American Girl dolls when we were 13 years old. That's so
0: sweet. Oh my God. I love that you guys, like, even though you were like 13, kind of like bonded over, you know, something like from your child, like your younger childhood. And that was like one of your first friends that you're still friends with to this day. That's such a sweet story. American Girl brings people together. (laughs) Totally. Totally.
1: And continues to do so long after (laughs) we put our dolls away. All right. Now, early, we're going to play a little game of word association to test your memory on how well you remember the friends and family of our historic girls in the AG world. And we're just doing the originals here. So it's Felicity, Kirsten, Addie, Josefina, Samantha, and Molly. And I'm going to read names to you. And you have three seconds to match them up to their historic dolls. So these are like the brothers the sisters the friends of oh the ag characters and we know you read the books it's been a while but <laughs> we have a lot of faith in you that you're gonna do great at this and if you don't no pressure and this is going to be rapid fire and if you can't remember just say skip but very <laughs> excited to see how well you do here early all right ready ready all right uncle guard kirsten annabelle cole Addie. auntie lula <laughs> Skip. emily bennett oh that's that's molly that's molly mariana josephina miss manderley oh that is definitely felicity yep singing bird skip grand mary oh my god skip harriet davis Addie. agatha pitt skip jiggy nye skip Parasita. Josefina. Gladys Guilford. Skip. Lars Larson. Oh, Kirsten. Marta. Skip. Mrs. Ford. Um, Samantha. Allison Hargate. Skip. Magdalena. Josefina. All right, that's all. <laughs> that was hard.
0: <laughs> you still did way better than most.
1: Honestly, <laughs> a couple that you skipped. Grand Mary is Samantha, as is Uncle Guard and Agatha. Jiggy Nye was the villain in Felicity. Marta is Kirsten's friend that passes away. Didn't she
0: die of cholera? I think so. Yeah, on the boat mm-hmm. on the way over. Mm-hmm.
2: You see, you're bringing back memories, but I need like a so you know what I mean. Like I don't really remember it so easily. Like I, if she had a friend. <laughs> God, oh, my God. How terrible.
1: <laughs> it, I know. They they definitely brushed up against a lot of hard topics, especially for young kids in these books. Totally. I think, yeah. I think that was, like, one of the first instances where I knew that, like, it's possible to die, like, learning it through Kirsten. And I was like, wait, what? Children could die, too? And then Annabelle Cole is Felicity. She had a major role in Tea for Felicity. So... Um, pull that back out. (laughs) (laughs) I figured it
2: was pretty. I wasn't sure. I thought she had a friend named Elizabeth or something. Elizabeth's sister, right?
1: Yeah. Elizabeth was her friend, and Annabelle was her snobby older sister. And then who else? Yeah. I think that, I think that basically covers it. Mrs. Ford was the woman that Addie's mom had worked for, and Harriet Davis was. Addie's front of me. But yeah, it's it's kind of wild to think back on like the memories that really stick with you from twenty, twenty five years ago. Like testing your memory is it it's a challenge for everyone. Totally.
0: All right. Well, I'm going to segue us into the celebrity game, which is way more subjective, but basically, early you gave us a celebrity that you love, and I am going to ask you which doll you think that that person should have. So you chose Drew Barrymore as your favorite celebrity, which doll do you think that Drew Barrymore would have if she had an American girl? And why?
2: She would have totally had Molly. I'm certain of it. movie be Never Been Kissed. She was kind of, you know, the dorky one and uh, the odd duck out of the sort of <laughs> dolls. And I could just sort of see Drew Barrymore being a champion for the underdogs, the underdolls, the ones that were yeah, probably under dolls. <laughs>
0: I love that answer. I love the underdolls. I feel like I could see her having Molly and I could also see her maybe having like Felicity, maybe just because of the red hair. But I feel like because Felicity is kind of spunky, but I think Molly as a personality match to Drew Barrymore is definitely a match there. So love that answer.
1: That's a great answer. Drew is so like fun and relatable and I feel like just puts it all out there And I definitely see that similarity with Molly and I think, I think very quirky. I think Molly and Felicity have a lot of relatable traits to each other. They're the fun gals of the bunch. Mm -hmm. They're not too precious early. This was so much fun. We loved talking with you today and we're so happy to hear about all of your insights from American Girl and your experiences growing up. So thank you for taking the time to join us on AGW. And before we go, please let everyone know where they could find you. Where are you on Instagram or any other social platform?
2: Sure, so you can find me on Instagram at AirlyC. C. It was so much fun. You guys brought back a lot of memories that I had since forgotten.
0: Well, thank you for chatting.